Hey friends and foes, welcome to Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today we're talking about National Novel Writing Month. Every November, I become an author. It's like my superpower, a secret skill. And it started in 2012 when I discovered this project called NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. Back then, when I was uh, 22 and bored one winter, I heard of this writing project. And I thought, this kind of seems like fun. I've never written anything before. And uh, what I like about this project is that you don't have to share what you write with anyone. It's, you know, it's, it's a community project, but it's also very private. It's very personal. And I, I loved that. So I got up my laptop and I started writing. NaNoWriMo is a really cool charity slash project which challenges its writers to write 50,000 words in a month. The idea being, in the month of November, you could have the first draft of a novel completely written out if you work at it one bite at a time. 50,000 words divided by 30 days in a month is 1,667 words every day. Now, with my typing speed, I can do that in one to two hours, depending on how my ideas are flowing. So, every November... Starting November 1st, I dole out an hour and a half approximately every single day to writing a novel. And in 2012, I wrote about the kids I was nannying. I looked at their friends and their pets, and I put them in this fantastical world where amazing things would happen, and I wrote a novel about them and never did anything with it. (laughs) The most beautiful part about NaNoWriMo is that You don't have to do anything with it afterwards. It can just live on your computer and have no one see it. (laughs) And I think that's a kind of freedom that a lot of hobbies don't get. When you're an artist, people ask you to see their art, but with writing, you know, if you don't, if you don't tell people about it, they, they won't be like, "Mm, yes, she's writing a novel. I should definitely ask her to read some of it. (laughs) It's very, very cool. In 2013, I was like, NaNoWriMo is the best. I gotta do it again. So in that year, I wrote another fantasy novel about some squirrels that had magical powers because that was the vibe I was in. And then I kept doing it every year until now. I am on my 11th novel for National Novel Writing Month. And I wanted to share with you about why I do... NaNoWriMo, what it's about, what doing it is like, and why I keep coming back to it. And kind of also why I'm talking about it on my art podcast, because I feel like it's really affected my artwork in a positive way. And I want to encourage you to maybe sign up for this project. So here we go. One thing I like about NaNoWriMo is that I don't write outside of November. It's like November 1st hits and suddenly I've turned into a princess that writes, you know, like (laughs) then like December hits and I'm like, okay, I'm all done. I don't have to go back to that. There's the fact that it's just one month out of the year and it's condensed and it's during a time where, you know, the days are getting longer or shorter. (laughs) The days are getting shorter and, you know, the nights are getting longer and it it becomes something to look forward to. It also becomes something to, you know... Um, dread some days where you're like, you're like, okay, well, I've got, uh, I've got an hour and a half of writing to do and it's 10 o'clock at night and I haven't done anything yet. So I better get on it. <laughs> you know, that sort of feeling. But what I really like about NaNoWriMo is that it has such a clear goal, 50,000 words. 
you know, some days I might write 2,000 words, some days I might write 500 words, some days I might write 10,000 words if I devote a whole day to writing. And that's kind of, it's very satisfying when you get to the end. On their website, they have what's called winning. To win this challenge, you write 50,000 words. And you don't like share your document, your Word document that you've written on with people. Um, you, you just say, yeah, it's an, it's an honor system. You're like, I wrote 50,000 words. And ta-da, I'm the winner. <laughs> and I don't win every year. Now, for those of you who've never written anything, and you only know book lengths by pages, 50,000 words might seem really abstract. I feel like when writers read books, they want to know word count. And when readers read books, they want to know page numbers. So, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite books might be 300 pages long, but how many words is that, right? Like, because pages can be different sizes and they can be different widths and things like that. And you're like, 300 pages, is that one word per page? I don't, I have no idea how much 50,000 words is. To give you an example of what a 50,000 word novel is like, here are some famous ones. Slaughterhouse-Five is 49,000 words. The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks is 48,000 words. The Great Gatsby by Fitzgerald is 47,000 words. Outsiders, 48,000 words. The Wizards of Earthsea was 56,000 words. You kind of get the size I'm, we're going for right here. Whenever I read a book now, and or someone's recommending me a book, I'll be like, how many words is it? And they have no idea how to look that up, and that's one of my biggest pet peeves. It was like, I would like all library systems to change, um, or I would like all publishers to change how they uh, tell people about how many, how long a book is instead of doing pages to do word count, please. That would be great. Thank you. Because <laughs> I feel like I actually have an understanding about how long a book is that way. Anyways, that's a tangent. Writing always happens for me during any hour I can manage it. <laughs> Sometimes I write the hour and a half it takes me to do 1,667 words in the morning. Sometimes it's in the evenings, right before bed. Sometimes it's at home. Sometimes it's between meetings at work. Sometimes it's at a cafe. But my favorite thing to do to write the 50,000 words is to go to write-ins. And it's, I think, the best part of NaNoWriMo. And just this year, in 2022, write-ins are coming back. They were virtual only for a while and because uh, of COVID. And now, now we get to meet in person again. And it's so good. <laughs> So what happens during a write-in? A write-in is when a group of people who are participating in NaNoWriMo come to a cafe or somebody's house or a library and they write together. They're not working on the same project, but they are working on their own individual novels, quote-unquote, and they will spend a couple hours together just getting the words down. One of my favorite exercises for writing is a word sprint, where you are trying to race to see who can get 500 words the fastest. So it's like, you know, maybe there's four people and you say, go. And you you start a timer and whoever gets to 500 words first is the prize winner. And sometimes people who host these write-ins will have little prizes like stickers or in the Seattle region, it's rubber ducks. That's like our mascot. It's very cute. And, um, and that just gets you to write faster and it, it encourages you. One of my other favorite games is a word war, which is kind of the reverse of a word sprint where you are trying to write as many words as you can within, say, 15 minutes or 20 minutes. And 
you you write as fast as you can, and the person who has the most words written within 20 minutes or so, whatever the time is, is the winner, which I just, I love it. It's so much fun. And sometimes you can get on teams, you'd be like, okay, the two of us combined, we'll do in pairs of twos. Sometimes you can do other games, writing games, just get the words flowing. Because when you are under a certain like time pressure, you don't, you know, press backspace. You're trying to get words down. And I think that's the most delicious part of NaNoWriMo. One of the great things about National Novel Writing Month, which honestly, I personally don't pick up, but I know a lot of people do, is that it, it sets the habit of writing every day, which I think is a great artistic habit to have also. When you set aside for a whole month, an hour and a half to write every single day, you create a habit that can be lifelong. You create a habit that can be you know, for the rest of your year, for the rest of your life, it, it can be so, so ingrained because you've done it for 30 days in a row. And, you know, you'll have days off where you're like, you know, Thanksgiving happens in November. And so maybe you write double the day before or twice as much after. And, you know, you kind of plan around that. But having that daily writing habit is transformative to your skills as an artisan of this kind. Now, last year... I didn't write a novel per se, because I was feeling like a rebel. And in NaNoWriMo terms, you have people who are like rule followers, which are, they're writing a novel in 50,000 words in 30 days. And then you have rebels, who are people who are like, I'm not going to write a novel. I might write instead a movie script, or a campaign for my D&D group, or some poetry for 30 days in a row, or journal entries almost all of which I've done, not the movie script, but I've done all the rest of those during various years. And last year, I was like, I'm gonna write 30 blog posts in 30 days. What's interesting about that is that because you're not working with a long term novel, you're not working with a really drawn out plot, you have to go really deep into your ideas. So one of my ideas last year was to write a blog post about Project Green Studio, which I have done a recent episode on. And I wrote about 900 words about the project, about, you know, getting rid of paper towels and what was like coming up with new painting surfaces and getting rid of plastic, et cetera, et cetera. But then I had written all the things I need to write about that topic. So then I was forced to go deeper into the subject of Project Green Studio. What did that mean to me for making my studio green? What is the, the why behind things? Why am I writing about this to such an extent? And how can I flush it out even more? And that is a great kind of pressure. So last year, I did 30 blog posts in 30 days, which were all drafts. They were all first drafts. And they ended up turning into what is many of the podcast episodes you've heard from me in the last couple of months. Kind of cool, right? I... I loved doing that project that, so much that I'm going to do it very similarly for this year. This year, I'm going to write out 30 podcast prompts in 30 days. Now, <laughs> on day one, I have a plan, which is to write out a bunch of different subject lines, like how to be a beginner at something, and what it's like to switch from being a hobbyist to a professional, and what is my experience like at my art school that I went to, things like that. I'm going to write out all the different prompts, so I have 30 of them, and then I will pick one 
and then dive into that. I'm gonna write 1,667 words per prompt. I might go over, I might go under, depending on how good the prompt is, but this is gonna give me a solid outline for 30 episodes of this podcast for the future, which is really useful. It's extremely useful. And because I've done NaNoWriMo for 10 years now, 11 years, I'm able to, <laughs> I know I'm able to do this and to stick to it. And that kind of tenacity, that kind of willingness to stick to a project to its end is a hard one and really good for any sort of creative type. You, you know I love a challenge. I love the seven day art challenge. That's a week long. I've done week long, no spending challenges. I've, I, I love these sort of challenges, but NaNoWriMo is my favorite. It's my favorite because of the community that's behind it. Whenever I meet people at a write-in or I go onto their online forums and I talk about my project, there's always someone to cheer you on. And that's so helpful <laughs> for, for getting your project you know, onto paper, and in my case, into words, into this microphone, that I would never give it up. Now, some years I win and I get to 50,000 words, and some years I stop the project halfway through. One year in uh, 2020, I started writing a role-playing game that was going to be custom to Humblewood, which if you're familiar with role-playing games, Humblewood is about these like forest land creatures and they go and save the world and it's great. Um, and I was writing it and I got to 28,000 words and then my group that I was playing with kind of dissolved. So I stopped the project halfway through. But you know what? That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> it, was, it was still fun to have come up with the idea and had started it regardless. I've completed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the 10 years of noveling that I've done. I've gone to 50,000 words or a little bit over for eight of the 10 years of doing NaNoWriMo. And it's so delicious. It's so good. It's so good. If you're like, Stephanie, I like NaNoWriMo, but I don't want to do it in November. I'd rather do it during a different time. National Novel Writing Month has what they call a uh, Camp Nanos, <laughs> Camp Nano, which is either in April or June, and it's just a summertime thing, but fewer people participate in it. What's cool about National Novel Writing Month is that it's international. If you happen to be in a big city like Seattle, there's going to be a lot of people doing it, a lot of meetups happening every single day. If you're in a smaller town, it's probably going to have fewer meetups, and that's okay. You just have to go find them. They're harder to find, but the, the globalness of it makes it so it's always, you're, there's always going to be someone to write with somewhere. And the fact that it's so virtual, it's online, is that you can go to virtual write-ins where maybe you meet up on a Zoom meeting or you meet up on the forum and do word sprints there. It's, it's so delicious. It's so good. And it's, it's benefit to artists are just like, I, I don't know if I can list all the ways. Like, it teaches you commitment to a project. It teaches you how to go deep into a thought or an idea or a concept. It teaches you how to go back to something yearly and hone a craft that isn't just drawing, you know? I I highly encourage artists to get into this kind of project, to get into doing something that's outside of the normal wheelhouse of creation for them. Before I end this podcast, I wanted to tell you about some of the cool write-ins that people have done within the Pacific Northwest, and one that I organized for a couple years, but that I no longer organize. In Washington, we have many islands, and we have a really cool ferry system 
that goes between them. And there's this one loop that takes about an hour that stops at several different islands. And it's called the Floating Raiden. So basically, you get on the ferry, you meet up with everyone, and for the hour or so ferry ride, you write together and you do sprints together as you go along the water across the different points. It's it's so cool. That write-in inspired me to do the Great Train write-in, which was something that I have been organizing. I did I organized it for like four years in a row at some point, where basically you took the train from Seattle to Portland and you wrote all the way down, which is about four hours of writing, and then you hung out in Portland. And then you went back home and you wrote for another four hours on the way back, which is like eight hours of writing in a day. And that was called the Great Train Ride-In. And at one point we had like 70 people coming on. It was, it was kind of massive. I don't organize that train ride-in anymore, but I do think it's still happening in the Seattle region. So if you're interested in that, you should, you should check it out and you should send them a message on their Discord because it's so cool. NaNoWriMo used to put on the Night of Writing Dangerously. I'm not sure if that's still happening, but basically it was, they had this event where it was in San Francisco and they would rent out a ballroom and you would dress up and it was called the Night of Writing Dangerously, where you would write for several hours over the course of the night in this ballroom. There was candy, there was dressing up, there was prizes for first person to, you know, get to 50,000 words in the night or the first person to, you know, reach their daily count or whatever. And it was such a fun event. And I hope that NaNoWriMo will do it again, but they, they might not. It might be over. But there's always some sort of new, cool, in-person event happening where you can meet up with other people and write. Sometimes it's casual, like, hey, I'm going to be in this coffee shop at this time. You should come write with me. And sometimes, you know, four to eight people will show up, which is awesome. And sometimes it's super elaborate, like, hey, come on a train with me. I'm going to go to Portland and we're going to write the whole way down. I, I love the community aspect of it. I've, I met one of my best friends through NaNoWriMo. She's also a writer and just, it's so good. <laughs> can you see the, can you feel the joy in my speaking <laughs> about this project? I, I love writing. It's my favorite hobby and it's now part of my work just a little bit. It, it's, it's divine. It's divine. If you are going to participate in NaNoWriMo, you should find me online. My username is Helator, H-L-E-A-H-T-O-R. It means laughter in Old English. And you should you should be my buddy. It'll be fun. <laughs> if you are participating in NaNoWriMo, send me a DM. I want to know what you're writing about and if maybe we can, we can meet up and write together because that would be fun. You know? You know? <laughs> all right. That's all, friends and foes. Thanks for listening today. Tell me about what projects you're doing. I hope you have a great day and uh, make good choices, everyone. Till next time. Bye.